Welcome to episode two of Track Chats podcast. Today uh, we've got we've got a lot of uh, the high school superstars from the PSA league. Um, Chris, how are you feeling about this today? Uh, very excited, Michael. Uh, these guys are the cream of the crop when it comes to the PSA. So yeah, keen to hear from them, their thoughts on PSA, but also on the wider athletic community. Lovely. All right. So we've got from on the furthest away from us on the table. How about you introduce yourselves just in yeah, case yeah. I stump yeah. it up. So guys, I'm, I'm Riley Cunningham. Uh, just got to say, uh, Michael, Chris, great to be here. Appreciate it. My absolute pleasure, Riley. <laughs> so yeah, we've got Riley from Hale. Craig. Hi, I'm Craig. Got a Scotchman. Thanks for having me, boys. My absolute pleasure, Craig. <laughs> yeah, Sam Brennan from Aquinas and cheers for having me on, boys. My absolute pleasure, Samuel. <laughs> And I'm Tom Brown from Aquinas. Shit. <laughs> All right, yeah, thanks, thanks for coming today, boys. Um, yeah, so without further ado, let's get into episode two of the Track Chats podcast. Welcome to the Track Chats podcast. Peter Ball strikes for home. Clark's having a great race and she's going to automatically qualify. Astronopolis, also known as the Greek God. Nina Kennedy. Clearing 481, the Diamond League title here. Here comes Brisbane, ladies and gentlemen! Good start there by Crutton from Western Australia. She's running away with this one. Curtis Marshall wins a gold medal. He is a big time performer. So, um, into school, PSA. This is the PSA, for those who don't know, um, is the private school boys league, I guess, if you want to call it in high school. Um, Seven schools, if I'm not yep. mistaken. Seven of them, yeah. Hale, Scotch, Aquinas, Wesley, Jeez. Trinity, Guildford, Christchurch. And Christchurch, that's yeah. it. Um, so, yeah, what do we. You went to Scotch? Uh, Scotch Collegian myself, so same with Craig. Um, Christchurch as well. I did briefly, but uh, story for a different day. Um, yeah, we have we have Riley representing Hale, of course. Uh, the two twins, Samuel and Thomas Aquinas, uh, don't have any representatives from the other schools. But uh, Michael himself is a Hale boy, so I like with Riley. Yeah, great, great system. Yeah, and we got yeah, as you said, uh, Craig from Scotch, and so essentially the PSA uh, inter school athletics carnival was the 9th of September, yeah, um, yeah. a couple of weeks ago now, and. Oh, just gee, quite a few weeks ago and so um, yeah so that's pretty much the epitome of I reckon probably one of the best athletics competitions I've ever competed at Likewise. Um, and so I just want to so that's just a little bit of background about the PSA in school uh, let's just get a little bit of information on you guys um, so Riley we'll start off with you can you tell us uh, what you do in terms of athletics events PBs and what athletics? Yeah, so um, I'm mainly a 100 meter and 200 meter sprinter. I used to do mainly long and triple jump, and I had some success there. But I've, I've really moved on to the sprints because I'm, I'm just more passionate about it. And at the PSA, at the PSA carnivals, I won both events. I ran 1083 in the 100, being your personal best from last year, and 22.05 in the 200 meters. And that's about it with my career at, the, at, at this point in time. Yeah, I've gone to Craig. Craig yeah, uh, <laughs> mine's been a pretty crisis career at the moment. Uh, I'm one, two, four athlete, so born just by the max, I'll do the one lap. Uh, PB's a bit far now, I've been in here for so long. I did, what was it, 50.14 in the four, about just over a year ago. Uh, 22.2 in the 200 and 
Oh, no, 100 PB. Just gotten injured ever since. Oh. And uh, injuries for you, mate. How's that been? How many have you had the last couple of years? It's been quite extensive, hasn't it? Oh, same injury, but because you were times. also a rugby player as well. So yeah, had, yeah. Had a few there with the collarbone, but yeah, yeah. Well, Samuel. Yeah, unlike yeah. these boys, I'm a middle distance runner. So yeah, hours, nice, nice. Eight hundred fifty hours. Um. 156 for the 8 and 4 flat for the 15 and I'll do a bit of school cross country here and there. Nice. Thomas? Um, I'm a 100, 200 runner. Sick. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't compete that much last season because I had a couple of injuries but in the 100, around, around 11.06 at in-school but official PB is 11.2 and around 22.2 last year as well in the 200. And where did you place for those events? Uh, in the school yeah, or? Yeah, uh, at the school. Second in both. So, so yeah, it's so, so to... Thurai, right, yeah, Thurai. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. We've got a bit of friendly fire at the table here. Um, so, yeah, just going on injuries. Um, so, Craig, you said you've been go. had a few injuries over the last few years. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, do you want to just give a, a little rundown on that? What's been happening and, like, what you've been trying to build back from? Yeah, so, like, two years ago, probably, so year 10, uh, pre-season for rugby... I uh, just, you know, get cooked in the tackle, messed up my collarbone. Uh, I was pretty much sticking out of the skin, so I was out for, oh, couldn't really run for 16 weeks. And I, I got back into training, just did light jogging, you know, 1K reps. Uh, that season, I was pretty good for injuries, had a pretty successful season. But then when I got back into, what was it, year 11, we had an in-house carnival. Uh, I just shot my hammy, sniper in the stands. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the worst ones. It, that was my left hamstring. That was one and only my left hamstring. And then later in the season, uh, did my right one Ooh. in a hundred. Keep going. Keep did a right one. <laughs> did a right one in the hundred. That was funny. <laughs> Everyone laughed. Really good job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did, did my right one in one of the hundreds. Uh, I kind of rushed my recovery, so I was pretty keen to hopefully make nats. And then one of the hundreds again. After running a pretty good 200, I uh, just stranded again. And over the time, just had a couple of repetitive strains. I haven't really got back into it. Mm, okay. And so you're working with your current coach? Yeah, I'm with him now. So I've changed Lenny. from Lenny. Okay. And you're just, what are the, when do you think you'll be back? Like fully being able to compete again? Before the Friday, two weeks ago, we were aiming that, oh, probably mid November, I'll go back to like full sprints. It's yep. like 100, but 200 we're pretty okay with. But now we're saying probably 400s after Christmas onwards because obviously we don't know what's wrong with it and the doctors know what's wrong with it, so we're just going to yeah. take it slow. You did, you, I read it in uh, the 200 meter race. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Craig, we'll get, that, yeah. Yeah, we'll get that later on. But And Thomas, you've had some injuries as well, you were saying. You with um, abductor strains, am I correct? Yeah, I've had hamstring injuries over the past three years, so I haven't competed out of states for the past three years. And then last year, then last year I had two grade ones in the groin. So my hammies have been fine for the past year, but now it's the groin that's been playing up a bit. But that's been fine since February. And for you, footy background, anything come through there or not really? Just just track and field injuries? No, nothing, nothing from footy, just yeah. muscle strains yeah. from strictly running and training. Oh, well, there you have it. Thanks, Tom. Cheers, mate. All right, no, so that's, no, I'm always interested to um, hear about how people are going, you know, health-wise with their bodies because for like athletics is one of those sports that people just constantly get injured. So I think it's fun, was that? But yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, it's not fun. You got it. 
Yeah, so I think, yeah, we just got a couple. put it out there um, so people know. Um, yeah, so the PSA, the uh, carnival, a couple of weeks ago, we had Scotch take the, take the shield, as per usual, which is extremely frustrating as our old Halion. So, well done, Craig. You were captain of Scotch, eh? Oh, yeah, co-captains. Yeah. Yeah, co-captain. I think all these gentlemen here were captains of their respective schools. So, alas, yeah. Cunningham, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. But, uh, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I heard you do your speech on the day, getting the shield and say, you know, it's all great, this and that. Yeah, but like, does that, does, yeah, does, what, what does it actually mean to, you know, being your 12 captain, of, uh, still co-captain and win the shield? Uh, obviously going for it. Tony's coaching now and he gave me a fair bit of pressure saying, oh, don't lose it now. It's just like five in a row, don't lose it, don't be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Typical Tony. Tony Gazzelli. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah they Tony. He's his coach, so he's giving Craig a hard time, obviously. But, well, it paid off in the end, didn't it, Craig? Yeah, so no, I'm I really... think we can all drink to, to Tony today, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, but... um. Before on the day, I knew it wasn't well, I was gonna be at my best on the day. And so well, everyone in my year was like, no, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. But nonetheless, in the trainings, I did less running, more coaching in the trainings. Because obviously, well, there's the same amount of points for winning Div 100 and there is Div 700. Yeah. So it's just, once you out, you always hear it, it's always a team thing. But really, on the day, what made a difference this year is usually our first half of the day is absolutely horrific. Like our hurdles are. No offense to them, pretty average. Yeah. But this yeah. year, no, they got up pretty well. Just think got success for success. Yeah. And for you, I know personally, there's there's a lot of pressure from the PE teachers, even if you aren't 100, percent just to get in and do it, because you know, because they know you from footy and rugby, and they just kind of treat you like one of those athletes where who works in your back on the ground, even if you're playing at 90, it's better than nothing. But sprinting is just a different ball game. You have to be at 100 percent to kind of to to do what you want to do. So how did you kind of put up with that pressure from? from Galleon and all those boys trying to get you to go when you knew that, you know, you're probably not going to end up on the right side of things with your hamstring. Well, I wouldn't say they talked me into it, but I kind of just gave in. I thought, oh, it's my last PSA carnival, year 12 might, so I'll just give it a spin because I've got plenty of time to recover. Yeah. Galleon was all right about it because he's got quite a professional football background. Yeah, he played, he played 100-odd games for Freo. 100. Well, he played 70-odd for Freo, played oh, rest yeah. of games at the same. But 100-game AFL player. Yeah, so he was pretty familiar with that good old hamstring injuries, and he knew that I did it before, and he's been keeping track like outside of school yeah. for my competition and stuff. So he was all right. He says, on the day, he said, just run the 200, see how the 100, if you want to do it, you don't have to. Scotch, Scotch won, and that was your fifth year in a row for the win. Yeah. Um, Aquinas, second place, and you guys were co-captains? I'm co-captains, yep. Yeah, um, yeah. What does that mean, second place? Were you a bit disappointed, or was it kind of like, oh, yeah, we did well? Yeah, it was we knew we had a chance coming in. We were three points the year before, so we've had a our fair share of seconds. So yeah, it wasn't ideal getting the second again, but it's always a great day being out there. So yeah. how many points was that again? Or three this points year? last year, no, like forty this year. This year was forty. Yeah. So who do you reckon if this one guy could say like this guy lost us the PSA? Who do you reckon had to be? <laughs> no pressure. The for those forty points, nah. like, who you kind of giving those? Yeah, like, you could have done this, and you know, like uh, it's always hard. There's, Every single year, there's every school has injuries, so yeah, um, it's hard to point out one person. But if you could, like, if I could, <laughs> name and names. No, we're not that. No, listen. Well, you, Tom, you agree with sort of. Yeah, I agree with Sam. Um, I think we've come second, like nine out of the past ten years. All right. So, um, 
Yeah, it's tough, and they take it really seriously, especially after last year losing by three. Mm. We had a few new new boys to the school this year that have an athletics background, so they were pretty confident, but you know, just fell short again, which is annoying. It's unfortunate, you know. Yeah. Just cookie crumbles, you know. And then, yeah, of course, all the way at the other end of the table, Hale finishing yeah, third. Yeah, third. Uh, I talked with Mr. So Mr. Bow is the uh, coordinator of the athletics team at Hale. Yeah. And I was talking with him in his office after, and he he really didn't think that we had hit our full potential last year. And even though we got third, we still had the same placement as last year. I think we actually did hit our full potential, particularly in the relays, mm. because I remember last. I think last year we had two baton drops or something. It was a grim, grim situation. But this year. Um, no baton drops. We actually got three records, which I thought was really cool. I was, that like, was, I was able to be a part of one of those relays. I was really that was okay. insane. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching that. Um, so we may as well. That's a good segue for yeah, our next. Go into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Topic. Yeah. So, Riley, for you, uh, what was some of the the most standout performances on the day? Especially, well, you saying new record in the four by one. Four by one. Yeah, I was really happy about that. Just going to give a shout out to my teammates. Um, so. It was George Patterson first. He ran the first leg. He did all right. Although Cooper Horsfall did run faster. Cooper ran well. By the way, the Aquinas Aquinas guys were just off the record themselves. So Mm. both of our teams, it was crazy. It was crazy strong. So um, kudos to the Aquinas boys also. Great run. Yeah. Cheers. And then then it was was to me on the back straight. And then me and uh, after that, me and the Aquinas team were about... I think it was Oscar Hymas ran second. Oh, ran second. We we're about yeah. equal. Yeah. And then I don't know who who Fletcher was ran third. Fletcher ran and third. And Adam Quinn. Adam yeah. Quinn ran third. So, so, Fletcher, so Fletcher Ari, he's um a footy player, doesn't really do athletics, but he's just naturally gifted. He yeah. ran third leg really well and actually got us a bit of a lead. Then apart and then he passed it off to Tiam Tufan, who was uh he's a he's an amazing he's a freak. He's a freak. He ran ten eighty six in Div two. He doesn't even main athletics. Yeah, just he, he was in the Force Academy, I know that. Big but, rugby um, boy. If, if there was if there was a Div two record he'd have it. Yeah. End of story. Yeah, yeah unfortunately Tommy wasn't able to able to run very well in that last leg and just got skinned and the uh, boys came on top. So, oh, and then uh, you, just, you give it you give it, you give it to T Arm, he's he's a freak, you know, he's he's a he's a buff dude and, yeah, and Tommy yeah. just can't cut it up that <laughs> that that top level, you know, so he's gonna have to yeah. But no, second's always good, mate. Yeah, no. like, yeah no. I'll take second. I'll take second. Exactly. I mean, you guys literally would have won basically any other year, yeah. except Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> except for this year. Yeah, <laughs> all the blame on Tommy. Apparently, I don't know. So yeah, so for you, obviously, you love that four by one. Oh, it was amazing, and the celebration afterwards, bro. It was, it was crazy. You, then, celebration after the four by one. Oh, the Howl boys. All the Howl guys on yeah. there. It was, it was yeah, kind of I annoying. saw that. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was, I was, I had to run hundred meters like to get there though. So I was so tired. I, it was annoying. I couldn't really. Like, I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I was like so tired. That's good though. Good memory. Yo. <laughs> um, yeah. So any any other outstanding performances that you notice yeah. on the day? One, uh, I'd like to mention Massey Dolan. So he's. Oh, under yes. 16 question. He got oh, both uh, 100 meter and 200 meter records. He's a very, very talented guy. I think he, he broke. I think Not he, your record, Craig. He's like, it was your record, Craig. Yeah, it was, yeah. Both of them were. Both of them are your records. Yeah. Both your records. Terrible die. That's, that's <laughs> terrible die. The grim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the type of Craig. That's okay. Damn cool. strange records broken. He broke your one as well, Tommy, didn't he? He wrote my one last year. Yeah, he think, broke, yeah. So Massey broke Tommy's record last year, and he's broken both the Craig's this year. Basically, so Massey Dawn. One one thing that was pretty crazy is in both, in especially in the hundred meter races, I think at fifty meters there was this really. It might have been a Scotch kid. That was really A boy. Yeah, it was the A boy. He runs at seniors. I've seen him there. 
He's yeah. got he, he had a, top speed. Yeah. Huh? has got good top speed. Yeah. Because that because that AC guy had a really good start. He was probably three yeah. minutes ahead of him. Then Massey somehow mows him down in the last fifty. And he basically did the same in the two hundred. His top speeds up. Yeah, Massey's impressive. Right. I um because I, I I saw him down at the I was just training by myself and he was down at the track. It would have been like two weeks after Minters and he was just there. Just doing a bit of training, just getting himself back into it. So he doesn't really train. He's, he's mainly the a year. player. Yeah. yeah, he plays footy. So he, he actually asked to train with uh, my coach Russell Mathanda because he's like, well, yeah. But he's like, well, I just want to do it to get better at footy. So he doesn't really care. Yeah, about he doesn't that care though because he's his old man played AFL. Who did he play for? Essendon, I think. He played for Essendon, so Michael's a big Bomber supporter. But yeah, no. So he comes from a footy background. He's also Prime Train's cousin. Did you know that? He's who? Prime Train's cousin. I saw a photo on Tom Bolton. He's a hail boy as well. Yeah, yeah. So, he's in my house as so well. So Tom, Tom Bolton put in his story. So Prime Train, that was you don't know. He said, like, put a photo up on his story of, like, dinner. his cousin. Yeah, he's got his cousin. It was on Prime Train's story. It's like, Bolshi? Okay, just tell my story. No, 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 no. That's cool. I don't know. No, he's asking if Riley remembered him because, you know, do you remember Tom Bolsh from Hale? No, he graduated in 2017. I've been wild for me. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, okay. Work on TikTok. But those I'm all the... not too active on TikTok. Oh, yeah, we wouldn't know. No, anyway. No, tell your story. Tell your story. If I saw his face, I'd recognise him probably. He floats around the group chats a fair bit. Huh? floats around the group chats. You can come in and out. Bullshit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, that's a, that's his cousin. It was something like, I saw in his story. He was out for breakfast with the cousin, he says. Which is a photo of Massey Dolan out with Prime Chain for breakfast. So... Sweet. It's a little story. <laughs> Obviously, some, some, some good genetics there. You know, it, it, it wasn't a great story, but it was just a story, Thomas. So, all right. Anyway, we'll move, move on to Craig. So, Craig, what about yourself? Um, any standout performances that you noticed on the day that deserve mentions? Um, oh, Caleb Debster Park. He always, he never disappoints that block. I had a chat to him after saying she'd get into some ass because he's, once again, he's a footy player. He plays for Perth. He's, oh, if you don't know why he's not state yet, he's an absolute gun. But he's a he's a he's a farmer, so he does always like footy running on the farm. But whatever he's doing there, is some serious work. Because out out into house, he didn't do it because he was really sick. He had I don't know what it was. It wasn't covers, not the flu, something pretty ugly. But then on the day, oh, we weren't expecting him to topple Luke or Sam. Sorry, what event is this for? Oh, sorry, yeah, for the fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Oh, was that? Oh yeah. So start oh, the fifteen boy. first. <laughs> it's fifteen. Oh, I think he ran a six second PB. Six seconds faster than last year. And for a bloke that just plays footy as a farmer and doesn't really train for ass, it's pretty outstanding. Yeah. And his eight, I think he held on for third or second of the day. I can't remember which one. Third. Third, third it was. Yeah. What? Did you beat him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, well done, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, what about yourself, Sam? Any, what about the standout performances that you... Uh, we had a, one that I liked. We had a new boy from Aquinas, year 10. So we picked him up and he won... A few events. I think discus, maybe up forty nine. Won the high jump, high one eighties, triple jump, won at thirteen meters. So he was. He's one of those point scorers that just you really need. Yeah. Just an asset. Yeah, that's impressive. So yeah, he's he was my favorite for the day. Sorry, what'd you say his name was again? It was Aston Archer. Aston Archer. Nice. Yeah, that is a cool name, by the way. But yeah, that's one of those names that you yeah. just like think. Yeah, you know, like genuinely famous. Remember the name, Aston Archer. Gonna be hearing it in ten years. Maybe, right? Maybe, maybe five. Maybe you five. never know. Maybe five. Maybe even tomorrow. Uh, that's pushing it a little bit. <laughs> what about yourself, Tom? Any? What about stand-up down um, performances? So. Probably, probably me. Probably the <laughs> nah. <laughs> I ran so well. Probably the one for me. I didn't. I didn't really see it, but I watched the replay. The Div Two Hundred with the 
Tiam, the Howard boy. Not, it's not every day. That you see a. Was the day for me? Was that? That was insane. It's not every day you see a bloke in Div Two run sub eleven. Probably never. I was in a hospital with him actually two nights ago. With other people, so he was in a hot tub with him. With other people, right? And I was just talking. Here we go. And I was. And what you guys do in the hot tub? Yeah, and I was, I was actually, no, I was talking to him, and I'm like, look, mate, you, you've never, obviously he does, like, gym stuff, and he do, like, short sprints for rugby, but he's never seriously trained out. And I just told him, like, man, look, your technique, you ran amazing, I mean, and your technique's shit, like, you've never actually, I don't, yeah, yeah. No, it is, it's true, yeah. Yeah, his, his, needle, is, his needle is like that, when, when mine would be like that, you know, you want to get it to almost 90 degrees. Right, right, yeah, little, you really, yeah, really want yeah, it there, yeah. don't you? <laughs> and I, I just told him, dude, if... Obviously, you're really talented at rugby. I think you could go a long way with it. He could seriously make the big leagues. Like, he could be one of the best rugby players in the country. I honestly yeah. believe that. You know, he got he got honors uh, rugby at, for rugby. Did he? Yeah, yeah right. that's big. And yeah. he loves it. He's I've seen him. He's amazing. To get and just yeah. So I'm pretty sure all the PSA yeah. schools that do like simple colors honors yeah. as well for your yeah. belly's pockets. So yeah, to get honors in anything is like crazy good. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple. Of, I've got a couple of mates who are in that four squad with him because I didn't know who he was and then I had a couple of how mates in my year say yeah he's in the four squad and the, the guys in the four squad were saying yeah he's just like a genuine freak athlete seriously yeah. and to run that kind of speed because yeah. I actually because I trained Friday night and Cop was down there and Cop was saying he because he, co- he, he coached Hale Adam Cop and he was saying yeah. that he basically just told him to just run tall and hit the ground and get his knees up that's all he said to him and he just ran 10-8 like Okay. Seriously like impressive, yeah. Probably one like, of the fastest juniors in WA. Yeah, and like he, just with just with a couple of sentences of, of advice and just a background in strength training through the force. Yeah, and I mean, I, I look, I, t- I told him if you if you wanted to pursue it, look, you'd, if he if he trained the way I train, he'd be a lot better than me. Yeah. That's what I told him. I th- I don't think he wants to. He just wants to pursue rugby, and I think he could become like a really well known athlete if he yeah. does. So I think that's probably the best thing for him. If he wanted to do sprinting, doors open though. Mm. How how do we get him though to do apps and not rugby, Mister Mister? <laughs> like oh, like for the long run? Yeah. Need to think about that. Yeah, that's right? a question that not many I, I, honestly, honestly, I, incentives. I, I yeah, think the only way really. I, I think he'd actually have a comparative advantage in rugby still, even though his sprinting was so amazing. Mm. So I, I well, think, yeah, I if I you're running ten eight and he because he's a big boy, ten eight at his size is serious damage. You know, Newton's second law. <laughs> Four sequels, my sons were like. Oh no, like I've seen it. I've seen it, action, bro. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna move the earth, mate. Seriously, I feel bad for any of his opponents. So you yeah. tried to tackle him once, like oh, I was year ten, back in year oh, ten. Because you would have played, yeah, because I never played with him because he was too young. Oh, you played against him? Yeah, or well, in yeah. year ten or eleven, we did. Eyes, oh, absolutely. Oh no, I think he really played like... eight against us when. Yeah, he did. He, he played eight when I was in year twelve. So for that, for just for context, when I was in year twelve, he played. First rugby in year ten, which is very impressive. He's yeah, two yeah. years below, and he was playing eight. And eight's a big role. It's a starting position. He was starting for how year twelve first in in year ten, and then Craig obviously actually got to play him properly when he Craig's yeah. younger than him, I am. But yeah, continue. Yeah, well, he's an absolute rock. I mean, that yeah. hurts a lot. Man, he just absolutely just breaking through the line as you break a tackle every single time. Oh uh, yeah, he would two, have been... two or three every single time. Just ran half the field. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't yeah. get to play him when he was at his prime. He would have been a weapon. Sure. He's also he's actually one thing that's funny about him. He's actually deceivingly, uh, he's, he's actually deceivingly small. Like he's, I mean, a big guy, but yeah, he only weighs eighty kilos. I found out. 
And he, I, I was like, I don't believe that. You're probably close to 90. He proved it. 80 kilos. Yeah, when you're that yeah, hot, though, it's like a... 80 is still a fair bit. 80 is yeah. still a bit, though. Like, yeah. I'm, what, yeah. 64 at the moment? You're so... A big, yeah. You're a big boy. You're looking good. That's really good. Liquid calories, mate. So, you already gave us a little bit of a spiel about your achievements on the day. One and yeah. two victory. 10, 8, 6 in the one, did you say? Oh, 10, 8, so Tion was 10, 8, 6. Oh, I was 10, 8, 3. You were 10, 8, 3 in the yeah. one... What'd you run in the two? 2205. 2205. I thought I actually run a bit faster than that. Are they both PBs? Both PBs, yeah. Def- I'm definitely more happy with the 100, though. That was, yeah. That's... What about yourself, Craig? You ran the two. Did you finish the two? 34.1. <laughs> 34.1. Yeah, okay, I... I didn't see that. Just to note, Craig, on the top bend, did his hamstring, so 100 metres out from home, and he still completed the race, so congratulations. Like, not not yeah. even like... Because, yeah. yeah. no, every... Every every point matters. Whether you six points, like, there's a big difference That's, between yeah, coming seventh and, and and did not finish. Yeah, a big difference. We lost by six. So points. Craig yeah. as captain, stunned captain duty, and finished well. off the race. So congratulations. Yeah, no, from lovely. fellow Scotch Collegian to Scotch Collegian, or future Scotch Collegian. I I raise my glass to Craig Daniels. My very empty <laughs> glass. <laughs> yeah. I have to get a few more in me. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Sam, um, you ran. 8 and 15, was it? 8, 15, yeah. 406 for 15 and 157 for the 8. So a bit off the pace for you, Samuel. That's um, close, to, close to your PBs, though. Yeah, the 8 was big, but 15 was a bit of a different race. The yeah. first 8 was, I think that was last 800, we closed in like 5. Yeah, so I we think we have a question on that actually slower. coming up about... But the hardest part about PSA is just having to back up for both the events. It's like just under 2 hours apart. Yeah. So after like close to 2 PBs, is never easy. Yeah, no, I actually have a question based on, because myself being a sprinter, I interstate for maybe one, two, long, triple. So you do a lot of events, but it doesn't take much out of you. I know for you guys, often yeah. it's like the 8, 15, <laughs> 3K. Like it's seriously, it's a massive workload because you would never do that in any state competition. That volume's ridiculous. Even just for you, the 8, 15. And cause you do, did you do a four this year or not? No. No. So but even those two, so you've got two big races. In not much, of, yeah, few not much of a gap, which would never ever happen anywhere else. How do you kind of go about prepare after your was your fifteen first? Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, so how do you up. how do you then go about getting your body ready or just getting your mind ready for that for that second race of the day, which is really soon? Yeah. And obviously, your body's you've run as hard as you can in the fifteen. How do you get that ready for the eight? Yeah, well, because it's big days, you want to get around, want to get around all the other boys, watch all the other events, but. Sort of got to sit down for the eight. Surely there you have to be, you have to be a bit selfish in, the, in that time to get you yourself ready. Oh yeah, for most of the time leading up, I'm just yeah. in the tent, just chilling out there. But yeah, the eight's definitely the hardest part of the day once you've already done the fifteen. Is it more? Is it a more of a mental or a physical challenge to back yourself up? Oh, a bit of both. A bit of both. The legs. It's never great when your legs are a bit weary before you've even started. Yeah, but yeah, it's different between for sprint and um. Yeah, but sprint, races. I can run it because it was always the two first and then the one. It was yeah. it was fine. Like you never have any like yeah, the two hurts, but not like an eight would. Like it doesn't yeah, take it out of your yeah. body. Yeah, so and um, this might be a bit of a stretch. I hope he answers correctly. But the eight hundred, talk me through that one. Yeah, the eight one eight hundred. I wasn't expecting to lead the first lap because the boy that won it. Didn't do the 15. Yeah. So I expect he'd been fresh. He would have been. It was the Trinity boy? Yeah. We need a rematch. So um, (laughs) Mark took it through 600 and then he had it there and then we were pretty neck and neck last 100. But 
skydive me there. And he's a he's a training partner of yours, am I correct? Yeah, with Lenny. With Lenny, yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there. Yeah. But I don't want to dig into that one because I know it was pretty. I had a chat with Lenny after that one, and he said that was a bit of a bit of a sore one for you. Yeah, it wasn't ideal. Did you normally yeah. <laughs> you normally skin that like at training and stuff? So yeah, well, had the fifteen. So that's that's my call. It's all that matters, mate. All yeah. that matters. Anyway, Thomas. So yeah, you ran one and two. I ran the one and the two, yeah, and the four by one, mm. and we can I got second in all three. Yeah. Um, we got second in the relay. Um, my two hundred was a bit disappointing. Twenty two seven slower than around last the year before at PSA. Yeah, and you ran. What, what was your PB going into that 200? 22.2, so, so yeah, half a second off. Yeah. Yeah, Which half a second for reference for those listening is, is a lot. So. Yeah, a couple of metres. And, oh, um, Tom, I don't know, we might have had like a headwind or something because I, I yeah. didn't run as fast as I... I think yeah. everyone didn't run as fast as they thought they were. Yeah, yeah, I was, honestly, I was expecting... The record I was, was 21.7. I, I thought, I was, I thought I was, Riley was putting that away. I was so confident I could get it. And then I was coming to a five. Yeah, we, 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 we know you were confident <laughs> about that one. <laughs> I was like saying, I was like, I was because the, the hell guys, as were, I was doing like a warm up around the bed. I'm like, I'm going to get the record, guys. Let's go. And I just didn't perform. It was as you do, you know. It wasn't just the day of you were confident and talking yourself up as well, was it? Yeah, I, I, I was talking yeah, with a, actually, I made a bet with Adam Cobb before so i think he said we, we said if i break the record he'll give me 50 bucks 50 dollars wow 50 bucks. And, then, and, buy the whole, and, and he'd buy the whole team boost juice or that's a lot more than yeah. <laughs> like a couple it's like 200 people six bucks a pop 1.2 grand <laughs> plus, plus the 50 dollars of course there's a lot of money and then um and also, and then also, one one thing was also if we broke the relay record, he'd buy me and the relay guys and a couple other open. Did guys he? Did he follow through with that one? He did. He did. Yeah, juice lasers, yeah. But here's the thing, Riley. I've been hearing a lot of chatter about your Instagram story the day before, as well about the records. Oh, I've been on the Snapchat. Snapchat. It was on. Snapchat. Yeah. So I have this, that was weaponized yeah. against me when I walked past some of the. Yeah. Tents. So I have this. <laughs> I have this app called called Snapchat, and I saw because <laughs> I have you on it, and I saw this uh, saw this photo. On your story, do you mind talk us, talking us through that one? So is this the one where I said, "Oh, I think the you know sprint records are looking uh, rather." I can't. Rather it was like tasty. Yeah. So when you see food, yeah, tasty. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I put that on my story, honestly, because I really thought my training was there. I well, thought the two hundred, you had that. Yeah, the two hundred, yeah. the hundred. I thought that that ten six in Billington is fast. Ten five. Yeah. I, know, I never. I didn't think I could. Oh no, it's ten six. Ten six. Yeah, 10, yeah 10, I thought 60, that because. Yeah. I remember myself thinking like, oh, going into year 12, maybe you could have a look at it. And then this, you get to Inders and you're like, okay, that's just not going to happen. Like, it's so, <laughs> it's nowhere just, near it's that. Just, like, it's so quick. It's, it's so early season as well. Yeah. And yeah, because well, it's not it's not even in season for us. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah season, season has yeah. to start. The season to this date is still starting on October. Oh, yeah, October-ish. So yeah, so like still plenty of time to go. But 21-7 to me, I thought could definitely be on the cards for you. I th- I and think it must have been a heady. I just can't remember, well. but... Yeah, maybe, well, maybe it was a headwind. Yeah, about the eighties. I don't. I don't know. Or maybe I just didn't. Yeah, maybe I just didn't perform the day. It wasn't on the in the sort of form that I thought it was. I, I was actually honestly, I was really disappointed when I when I heard. I thought I'd at least run twenty one. Yeah, But I thought you know I got the win. I got the points for my team. That's all that matters. It's interesting. You, yeah, you, yeah. you don't get extra points for um for getting a record. The bit that does my head in a bit is that that tournament record is like thirty years old, 60, yeah. and it's. 
any record you say from like 30 years ago that's like 2170 you just know it's been hand timed as well so it's like not, I believe it not 1964 60. yeah so 64 oh, wow. wow yeah Dude, I wasn't even born in 1964. Like, dude. Your parents probably weren't, eh? They weren't? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, but that's it's such an old record. And you just know, like, timing was oh, timing was not accurate at all. But, yeah, no, I I thought the 100 was definitely – sorry, the 200 was on the cards. The 100, I thought you were going to win, but I didn't know. I thought 10-6. 10-6. No, was going to be pushing I, it. Yeah. I was actually – I was happy with the 1083 time. Though. Yeah, that's – Mate, bloody what, good time. One thing that was one thing that was annoying is um at the interhouse I had the uh so what are the good spikes called with the bubbles the max bubbles. oh max is yeah I oh yeah because you weren't wearing you were wearing your old spikes from last year I was well I've, I've been wearing them for training on yeah the, on and off for about three years now and they're a little bit shit they're not bad they're but you know those like, like silver ones this, yeah yeah, yeah. Got, like there's the white with this are they are they Asics no they're Nike they're oh, Nike. Nike okay so, so they're still good shoes but they're just they're a bit too worn in and I thought. Because I didn't want to run in the bubble because it was like my foot would be like, um, it was like that sort of, it was unbalanced. So, so, you, thought, so you don't like the Max Flies? Oh, no, I do. I do. It's just because one of the bubbles popped in them. Oh, yeah. Cause that's yeah, that's yeah. A quite a common defect they have. I need to get it. Yeah, apparently, you can you can send them back if they pop and they yeah, will yeah. replace Blair them because they're like, it's like, a, it's like a common, really common defect. So I'll give you a new one for free. Courtesy of Cody Bidlow. There you go, Tommy. He, he, when he told me that. Yeah, no, I, I I was actually honestly I was really happy with the with the hundred meters. Though. I didn't think my start was too good, but and um, shoes went there. I haven't started weight training as well with my new coach. That's a big thing. I've actually I've what? <laughs> some of the legs then. <laughs> yeah, haven't started weights no, no, training. On, on on my I swear on my grandfather's grave for the last three months I haven't been doing weight training. Jeez, oh my you goodness! You are so putting something up your ass, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I swear you're to putting God. a little nade out there, mate. Like. <laughs> No comment. Just quietly, mate. Okay, this is this is pretty insane. But I saw a video of Riley in January. He would have just just at a party or something, and you're shirtless, and you jump into a little inflatable pool. This is on Instagram. Oh yeah, Instagram. On Instagram. Go, go follow. But What's it's your, yeah, you can What's plug your Instagram, your Instagram if you want, mate. What's your Insta? Uh, it's uh, Riley Cunningham underscore underscore something like that. Alright, so if you want to see this okay. video that Chris, yeah, it's just okay. It's one of the past posts. You yeah, want to yeah. See jumping into it's, a pool. it's the video. I like the video is is irrelevant here. It's more you're not wearing a shirt and you're just like a very skinny individual. But yeah, I still am a little. Bit now bad. that I said no, you're not, oh, mate. Oh, so I haven't been in the gym in three months. I reckon I'm honestly you are a little bit. Genuinely jacked. Like, <laughs> I'm not even one joking, thing is, though, mate. My body fat's crazy low. I haven't had to test it, but yeah, it would be. And like you've got, I some, think it gives it a bit of an illusion. I'm so surprised you have taken three months off gym. How how big were you three months ago then? Because I'm assuming you, you now, would have lost now, some muscle mass. Now since. I'm probably about. I think I probably got to about 78 kilos. Now I'm about 75. What are you at height wise? High wise, oh, six, well, probably 189, 6'2, 6'2, 6'3, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, that's decent. But yes. yeah, no, mate, like, I'm very surprised you hadn't been in the gym. Why Why was that? Was that Russell's call yeah, to keep so going? Russell, so basically, I really, I, one thing is I really like about Russell, he just told me, he's like, this is right, your coach. This is, your, this, this is my new coach. So Russell Mathana, great him, coach. Russell Mathana, amazing coach. Seriously, could be one of the best in the world. Like, on God. And I was, I was talking with him, and he's just like, look, Riley, I don't really care how fast you run in the next year or two. All I care is how fast you ever run. And he's like, look, your your technique's not really good. And I think you've been going too hard with exercises that are too advanced for your stage now. So we basically, he just put me on sort of a beginner's program to just build a base. And then it's actually, I'm actually getting in the gym with him literally tomorrow. So then we're going to start doing 
Maybe some weight training. We'll see. I'll let That'll you be your out. first session in, what, three months? Three or four three, months? Three months I haven't lifted a weight. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's really a bit months. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and he just, he's just trying to build me up really slowly so I don't get injured. Yeah. Because what happens a lot is a lot of the junior athletes will... <laughs> They'll, they'll, they'll try and do hard stuff too early without building a base and then just injuries happen like that. You don't get to hit the best bit. Yeah, well, that's probably like Craig and Tom, you know, they've uh, probably <laughs> it's, pushing, it's okay. it, pushing it too still, hard, we're boys. We're still young. You can still figure yeah. it out. But. So you guys better better learn or face the consequences later on in life. <laughs> we might need to move on. <laughs> I don't want to do too much. We'll move on. We'll move uh, on. Thank you, Riley. Thank you for the insight. Um, but yeah, you were saying how you're getting topping a bit of flack from the from the crowd. Yeah. So um, yeah, go. On. Yeah. So basically, if, <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen, so the hundred meters, the hundred meters. Uh, so this is the race Tom got second in. So the hundred meters. I was trying to be like, <laughs> get that, mate. <laughs> I wasn't. I did it really come off like that? Wasn't it? <laughs> nah, I love it, man. It's good. No, no, keep going, keep going. I didn't mean to come off like that. Nah, Riley, you're good, you're good. Oh, God. This is the, I'm not going to recover from this. I'm gone. I'm cancelled. Nah, Riley, I'm, we're just joking. Go for it, mate. So basically, I, did, I basically did like an airplane arms like this through the finish line. Yes. And it's obviously, it was a very, uh, it was a very arrogant display. Like, I was just trying to have some fun. And, and when I, but when I went past some of the, uh, other other schools that were just giving me the absolute worst. We're like, yes, yeah, yeah, just just quietly. We'll um, we'll 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 paint the same for those who don't know. So seven schools take all the stands, and the stands are full of. I think the capacity for the stands is two thousand. Yeah, and it's it's complete. It's full, like because every year group takes. Well, it's it's all the year twelves, but then they might take other year groups as well, depending on what they allow. But all the the, the year twelve court themselves is about two hundred plus. So they're all in the stands. Every school has got them, and they have chants, flags. They're all dressed up. Basically, they're, they're dressed in what these guys are wearing right now. So, they're like their white school shirt minus the blazer with their pants and their whatever footy jumper or whatever on the top, and they are chanting and they they love to abuse people who walk past and stuff like that. So Riley would have yeah. would have would have copped it, even though he's he's, he's won the division one hundred. Oh, deserved in some respect. Like yeah, because I, I can see their point of view. Because it's like oh yeah, this this arrogant guy like. I, was, I didn't want to necessarily come off that way. I just wanted to like put in the show and just grab attention pretty much. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a massive event. A lot of people watching, yeah. And, um, but so those those celebrations, was that something you'd, you know, couple nights before, go out of the shower, in the bathroom mirror, doing a bit of something, something, or you just... Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Really? That's not what I was yeah. expecting. I remember, I remember just, just thinking about it, just like, I'm going to do this. Seriously? No, I'm, seriously, you got it right. So you walk out of the shower, Riley Cunningham, like the night before... The comp, he's. I was thinking, like, I have to look, I have to, because sometimes I feel like. I want to do this. <laughs> it's kind of like that, honestly. I was like, well, seven guys running in a straight line, especially when 11 races of that have just happened before, it can get a bit boring, get a bit repetitive. So I'm like, well, I need to do something that's interesting that's going to stand out a bit. I thought you were just going to say it just came over me at the end of the race. You thought you, you just, because it just, it just happened, you know, but rehearsals, I, that's awesome. Basically, just the way you described. You know, we respect the honesty. Yeah, respect the honesty, man. That's awesome. Um, but yeah. Did, did, did anyone else win the 100? Did they say? Oh no, it's just you. You thought you liked, mate. So, we're, but we're talking, so essentially we're saying the PSA 
at Inters has like got a crazy crowd. Um, I heard a story about back in the sixties they had like twelve thousand people once at the crowd because yeah. they used to have it um, in Legs, was it? Yeah, and on a Saturday, so they had all the girls' schools come watch and stuff <laughs> yeah, as well. <laughs> that would have been fun. But um, anyway, so they have huge crowds. Um, and we're not we're not here to shit on Ath West or anything yeah, like that. I'm, but I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna say who, but you know, I'm mean, actually okay. This sort of Scotch guy and this former Scotch guy, great guys, but. Uh, the, the, some of the, not all the Scotch guys, but some, I, some I agree. The, the, the Scotch you know, can get really hostile, really hostile. There's really actually, hostile. actually one, one guy who I actually thought I was cool with, I'm not going to say who he was, but I was walking past and he legit, he's, and he made a reference to what I put on my stories. Like, oh, this guy, you know, said he was going to get records. Oh, the records look tasty or something. And this is when I hadn't got them. Yeah. So it's like, it's a, it's a fair banter. And he legit just like tries to grab me and like throw me in front of the Scotch crowd. And I was pretty, I thought that was a bit, bit dog. You're no comment. Drop I don't know. Know. <laughs> we don't have to drop names. Yeah, I don't know who it is. But what I, 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 I want to, I, 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 if I saw hail guys, if I was on the stand, saw hail guys doing that to other people, I would just be like, oh, bro, just, just, you don't, know, you don't need to, right? Yeah, it's, I think it's not don't need necessarily like shit on other people. But a question I want to open up to the other boys who have been a bit quiet for a while is that um is so you know PSA comp versus, I don't know, maybe a state champs or even our strive. So, and for those who don't know, the strive meets are the, the weekly meets that are put on by the state body, Aths West. Like, how do we get a PSA comp? Oh, sorry, how do we get a regular strive or even a states to be like a PSA comp with the crowd? And like, what would you guys want to see out of that? Well, it's pretty difficult because PSA won... Oh, it's not mandatory for your 12s, but yeah. again, it's part of school. But um, just for the record, your experiences at PSA versus the state champs, oh. like which which comp do you enjoy competing PSA. at more? Yeah, exactly. Every other week. Yeah, every other week. It's, yeah. The atmosphere is great. Same the energy is great. So I think yeah. everyone here agrees with that premise. But yeah, um, continue, lads. What what would you do to try and get something similar to a PSA? Anything as close to a PSA comp as you can get at more, more so a states because states mm. is where the energy, yeah. energy is going to come. Yeah. Yeah. But again... States is forty percent of what Inters is. Inters yeah, is great. Yeah. On the day, if that, what yeah. comes if down that, to it, yeah. so yeah. the supporters are what makes the PSA completely. Right. Supporters, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's athletes. You get the same amount of athletes at States because everyone's other events. So. But it's just all this. Like, yeah, there's supporters on the day. Like, a couple of mum and dads come down and come watch. Yeah. And yeah, if you're an athlete and you're competing, you're not really out there yelling at your mates supporting. Yeah. But I don't know. You can't really do something to get more supporters down because it's oh, whether we like it or not, ass is not the forefront of. West Australian sport at all. Let's take exactly. a back seat, fathers. Yeah. One thing they should do is have better coverage. Definitely live streams on TV. Oh, have yeah. a little bit. Definitely, definitely. Over a side stream quite yeah, a, lot, a lot. Weekly yeah. comms. But you, Samuel, anything you can add to that? Yeah, so uh, sort of hard to match the PSA. Just the history of it. So every year it's happening, yeah. and well, that's been established, mate. We're trying to talk about like how we can improve WA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it'd be hard to match. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But to improve it. Um, I guess over east it's pretty big there. Like it'll be in their paper most days. Is it? I think when when Ollie when Ollie Hall won the Com Games fifteen, it wasn't even in our paper, yeah, which was a pretty big a thing. Really silly issue, but that was a huge win as well. Yeah. So if that's happening, it's I don't know what much more you can do. Thomas. Um. Oh well. Supposedly, weren't they meant to combine the laths? With senior states, yeah, so they have this year. So that that would bring so a lot it, more people down. It won't be all combined. That so they've split states into a junior states 
and staying in your yeah. state. So like, like little eight. But well, so at least you've still got still got like people from like under ten. I think it's like open. Uh, no, I, th- I think it's like thirteens to seventeens yeah. or something like that that are going to do states with seniors. Yeah. Well, you get a lot more numbers there. Yeah, thanks, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, one thing that I thought because we were talk- you were talking about that guy who said there used to be like twelve thousand people. In- mm, one yeah. Thing- one thing they need to bring back is all the girls' schools coming to watch. Okay, if 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 I'd been running the two hundred, totally meters, agree, man. If I'd been running the two hundred meters and I'd seen Cutie McBooty cheering me on, on the side, <laughs> I would have broken that record. End of story. End of story. Need that motivation. Need to bring that back. <laughs> well, yeah, that might happen. <laughs> might not happen if you call him Cutie McBooty. <laughs> I'm playing. But I know I know what you mean. I like what you say. No, I I agree. More people there, more energy, because because yeah. that's because that's what happens when you when you're playing first footy, first rugby, they all come down, and you know you definitely notice. So why not be similar for PSA? And it's it's on a fr- it's yeah, it's right. on a Friday. Right. If you made that a Saturday, back what Michael yeah, was saying, everyone can come then you would have that atmosphere because people aren't at school. I think about it, yeah. yeah, some days would have the Saturday competitions. Saturday morning, oh, I think they are on Saturday, but they had a Sunday morning one. They're even worse than the Fridays because because yeah, you, 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 you go out, yeah because you. Saturday, yeah. What are you talking? Is this drive? Drive, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Saturday night, you're obviously out. You know, obviously, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> no, but see, like, okay, yeah. This guy is at least. But I, uh, I reckon I don't know. I got a feeling that if we could get PSA inters on a Saturday, obviously it would be good for the sport, uh, for the PSA comp, but even more so for athletics in general, because you know you get people coming down. <laughs> 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 you get people coming down for you know footy games and all that and then that might even transfer into the you know the local footy games people will see the school footy games they think oh that's pretty good i might come to a local footy game they get that that fan athlete connection there yeah. if that happened the same i don't know maybe we see that happen yeah. because i think there's actually there's a massive um presence on the live stream but not in person so if they mm. if they did it, yeah, on a Saturday or Sunday, totally heaps of people drop. Well, yeah, Tom was saying he had lots of, um, lots of people sending him photos of him competing on the live stream. Is that right? Um, yeah, I think there were a few people watching live. Yeah, stream. and yeah. largely a female majority. <laughs> that well, that correct. they um, well, I know they do this at Aquinas. They I think some of the teachers chuck it up on the, on the airplane. Yeah, I write that. Lots like of the, lots of the boys to like watch. Melbourne Cup day or something. You know, you yeah, so. A lot of the schools do that. Yeah, like you had, you had lots of females sending you photos yeah. of you competing. It's like you're a you're a good looking dude, you know. You know. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks for the input. So we might move on to our next segment. Um, this is a new segment as well, considering it's only our second episode. Second episode, yeah. Um, but we've put the uh question out on our track charts Instagram account. So if you want to check it out, it's just track charts, no spaces. Um, and we put out any questions that the public wanted to ask these boys. And Here we go. We've, we've got a few. Yeah, we've got it's some su- interesting surprising ones. the amount of... Thank you for those who sent questions in. Um, uh, we I will be naming and shaming. Yeah, because um, I don't have the account Michael just showed me today and there was a great, great response from you guys, so thank you. <laughs> All right, so we'll open up with our first question. If Jeez, Riley, you've got some a lot of questions here. So, uh, Craig, this is from... Is his name pronounced Patterson or Peterson? George Peterson. Oh, oh Patterson. George Patterson. Patterson. 
Um, so, George... George Patterson. George Patterson. So, Craig, this is a question from George. Uh, how did you feel after the 200, knowing that you weren't going to be able to compete for the rest of the day? Oh, look, it was straight after is probably the worst feeling ever. Because, once again, it's just utterly, conf- utterly confused. Just made no sense to me. Like I've done all the prep, done everything I can yeah. to go again. Just absolutely clueless. But then I thought, oh, I was chucking beside me once again. Co-captain, have to show my face, be around the boys. So I just once again took to coaching the boys about block starts, have other change jobs and whatnot. Just kind of distract myself from it. Nice, no, that's good. Mature. Yeah. No, it's a good good way to think about it. Obviously, it's not nowhere near the ideal situation that you wanted. So, no. have to go about it the best that you can. And um, yeah, next one, mate from from Nathan. Herman, uh, he this this Nathan Kerman asks, should the PSA kick out Guildford? Oh, see, there's the argument of there being they have girls at their school now. Yeah, a couple of years ago they went co-ed. Yeah, yeah. But no, at the end of the day, they have a bit of a history in the PSA. Yeah, they, they only they only well they only struggle for points and results is because they're limited on students and boys. But yeah, my my question, my follow up question on that is the fact that they do have girls now. Like, what do they actually do? I don't know. Like, do they compete at the PSA or do no. they go to IGSA? No, I, don't, I'm sure, no, I can tell you what they do. They can't do IGSA. They can't do IGSA? No. Seriously? So they just don't they in, go ACC. Don't they go ACC? ACC, yeah. 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 So long as the girls have somewhere to compete, because otherwise that's unfair. If the girls get nothing, yeah. then, because obviously, like, it's going to be half of them to compete at PSA. Just for them to make. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought they could be incorporated into IGSA, but if, if not, ACC, I guess, is next best thing, so... Moving on to questions for Sam. All right, Sam, this is this is from our good friend Tony Caselli. Yeah. Anthony. <laughs> and, of course, the question is, what's on Tony Caselli as a role model? Ah, uh, as a role model? Yeah. I think he's great. Judging the photos and videos that appear online. Yeah, um, he's been hit and miss. Um, he's had his up and downs, but... Elaborate. As a role model, I really thought of that one, but um, we'll take that as a no. Then I don't think you can aspire to be someone as like that. Let's be honest, like (laughs) (laughs) no, it's hard hard to get to his level. He's a he's he's a bit of a creature, strange character. Tony, if you're listening, keep doing you, mate. I love laughing at you and like just so good. All right, all right. Okay, this is an interesting question. We kind of touched on this before, but we'll touch on it again. Maris, I'm pretty sure. From Maris, I think we apologize if we got that pronunciation. Yeah, Maris, sorry. Um, should Luca have taken the pace in the under 20, 1500 meter final? Just quietly, what's, anyway, what's your so. strength in the 15? Are oh, you more of an always, even guy or do you like a kick? Definitely a 3K over me. So yep. I was sort of happy sitting back. We hit like a 57 last lap. So that's fast. The first part wasn't overly great, but now it was a decent race. And what did you end up running in that race? Was that a 40? What? I think it was a 410 around there. 410. So 10 seconds off the pace where you kind of wanted to be. Yeah. Well, I think. And Luca won that? Luca won that, yeah. In, in what? 409. 409. So it was close. Yeah, it was like last, last lap sprint. So it was pretty close. Yeah, I, I like a champ, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we got some terrible. 
<laughs> Got some questions to Tom here. Um, we didn't. The username wasn't actually didn't come through here, but this is his, says, "How has your career been impacted under the direction of your new coach, Lindsay Bunn?" So I used to train with TJ like four years ago. And yes, then, I've um, heard of TJ. Yeah, and then I had a little break, and then I went and trained with Lindsay for a bit um, down at McGillivray, and then when footy season kicked up, found it a bit harder to go down to training, so kind of stopped with that and just trained with Chris at the track, just the two of us, and um, yeah, it's been like that for the past few months. So How has Lindsay bummed really say that Lindsay has... Sh- shaped my career but he's obviously had a big impact on your career has he not yeah i guess you could say that yeah and how so please elaborate um i used to oh i trained with him during last season um leading up to all schools and all the strive mates so and you 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 attribute your success at all schools to lindsey bun yeah 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 and how has he shaped you just aside from athletics as as a person, as a man, has he has he made you a better person? Um, yeah, I reckon I reckon he has. He's really really good coach. Really good. How player. so? How so? Like, what does he? What kind of values has he displayed that, that that you've tried to emulate in your in your life in your career? Commitment. That'd be the number one. Commitment. Yeah. Commitment. No, certainly, hundred percent agree. Thank you, Thomas. Cheers, mate. We've got another question for you, Tom. Um, this is from Noah Farrow. Um, and we've stitched Noah up here by saying who asked this question but do you remember when Noah Farrow smoked you in 100 metres I guess it's a yes or no answer Um, not in 100 I remember running state relays against him like years back when he was at Kingsway I can't recall him smoking me in an individual 100 he probably did I was I was one of those um, wasn't the best athlete at little as so um i guess you could agree on that one yeah uh, all right so riley uh this is from corbin phillips one of my good mates um and he's asked what is the quad routine corbin the quad routine um look i i first things first i would i have to say look i've got good genetics for like i don't can't put on body fat that's a big part of it i, I mean i haven't been doing weights but but russell has been i've been working really hard with russell and um, some some I couldn't tell you everything that I'm doing because I'm not allowed to. He doesn't yeah. want me to tell everything Ooh, I'm doing. Secretive. Oi oi, help me, bro, please. <laughs> <laughs> but he's um. Look, I, I look. I've been, just been full sending it at training every day. Seriously, right? Full sending training. And actually, one thing I've started quite quite recently is the paleo diet. So it's literally just meat, fruit, and veggies. Paleo, seriously, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually serious. You know, so, so, I mean, I don't. I actually, I actually, how do you? Because so you're a, you're a year twelve student. How do you go about like actually like getting your like? Because do your parents grocery shop or like do you shop or like? I, I do. I do a bit. Mum, my mum's amazing. Mum helps out a lot. So mum, like, does she do paleo yeah. with you or not? Nah, just no, no, just buy your paleo. Out, she'll help me out. Like she, I mean, she cooks amazing. Dinner, yeah, right. Help me make. She make, make make a lunch for me every now and then. That's awesome. Really good. Yeah. And yeah, so it's just so what? No carbs. I've cut out carbs. Cut out sugar. And I don't even drink anymore. I used to be a pretty big drinker. I ain't gonna lie. 
But yeah, I can't Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I've just I've just thought, well, if I want to get to the top of the sport, I I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to cut I'm gonna have to, you know, go to greater lengths than other people. Who if I need that? to just like go crazy with the diet and maybe look a bit weird at gatherings yeah, with people. Same. Then then I'll do it. I'll do it. Nah, nah, that's good. I appreciate that, you know. Um we got another one from Diego dot oh, Diego. two five. Yeah, Diego Silva, yeah. Stay on your mates. Yeah. yeah. Who pushed you this off season? Was it was it Diego? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, so at the very start of this off season, I did a lot of good work with Diego. I gotta say, um, he's he's an amazing he's an amazing guy. He's helped me, um, just motivation wise. I actually met him in the gym probably early this year, and he's helped me a lot motivation wise. He's he's probably one of the first guys that I've uh, trained with that I know. So he he'll, he's actually willing to do harder things, work harder than I am. You know, I, f- I think I'm a hard worker, but he's 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 insane. And he, he actually, have you guys heard of David Goggins? David Goggins? Yeah. yeah. He's a lot of his quotes. One of one of them that I really like that he taught me is like, um, if you could reasonably do it in the next five minutes, just do it now. Or if you could reasonably do something w- today, just do it now. And it saved me a lot of time. And it's yeah, it's, it's a really good quote. And he's dude, that. I mean, that dude's helped me out a lot. He pushed me a lot. We do training sessions together before I started with Russ. He's Diego's a Brazilian guy. He's he's been everywhere around the world. He's lived in obviously he was born in Brazil. Yeah. He's a Brazilian looking dude, you can tell. And um he's lived obviously in Australia. He lived in America a couple of years ago, lived in China, and he also lived in New Zealand. So he's been everywhere pretty much. Too easy. <laughs> Shout out to Diego. Yeah, Diego. Um, congratulations. I love him. We got another one from Apparently he's uh, Dora's cousin. That's all it's I've heard. I don't know. <laughs> we got one, we've got a question. Uh, well, we've got a couple of questions about the aeroplane, but we, uh, we've already touched on that. Already touched on it pretty much, yeah. Um, so we've got a question one, from... One thing, I'd like to say, one thing I'd like to touch on about the aeroplane is I think like, um, I honestly respect the, the criticism about it. I can't be mad about it. I understand that. I'm, I'm sorry to people who were there if it came up. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. I'm saying this. No, no apologies it's, it's, needed. Even though I'm not the one you're trying to like attacking people. Like if, if I do something, I take some form of responsibility for it. Even though I don't think I did anything wrong, you know, could I have changed my actions, you know, in that situation to get less of a negative reaction? Yeah, I probably could have. I just want to say I didn't didn't want to come off that way. I just wanted to just grab attention. So no hard feelings there with anybody. Spoken like a true superstar. Criticism. Just quietly, thoughts on Les um Tobago celebration at World Under Twenties? It was mental, and I really liked that because it kind of a lot of the times only if there's a great athletics achievement. Only people in the athletics community who will hear about it. Yeah, true. That He's was the one thing. I had mates of mine who don't do athletics, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of them, they were coming, oh, did you see? They, they didn't know his name, obviously, but like, oh, did you see that that kid that you know, did the crazy celebration? He was like, almost beat Usain Bolt's world record, blah, 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 or whatever. And yeah. That's thought, awesome, though, because that raises awareness like outside of athletic sports. I, that I gets think, it everywhere. Yeah, when, when it, it's, it, it's, you know it's a really good accomplishment when even people outside of athletics mm-hmm. know about it. Amen. It's just, yeah. yeah. Amen, sister. All right, so we've got a, another question from Alex Perrin here, one of my That's training great, partners. Man. Good high jumper. Great high jump. So um, from Alex Perrin, is this the end of an era for Hale School? Yeah, I, well, uh, to an extent, and also you know, Alex Alex Perrin. So one thing I'll say, um, me and him are getting honours at our school next. Oh, by the way, yeah, just congratulations because I said this to you yeah. before the podcast, but that is huge to get honours. Yeah, I was honestly really, I don't think I would. I for athletics. Really because you've had 14 or 12 PSA wins? 
over 14, your probably 14, 14, 14 and Alex has had 17 PSA wins over his whole time. So that is, that's huge. Congratulations. Boy, oh boy, wow, wait. <laughs> I think, yeah, Mr. I was talking Miss I had a really good chat with him about a week after the PSA outs. And he just said, look, we're losing a really strong team this year, so it's going to be unfortunate. But Because um, it, it wasn't even just me and Alex, you know, like T-Arm, we had Fletcher. I mean, we had a couple of, I mean, George Patterson was doing really well this year. I mean, we just had an amazing, amazing group of guys. And he said, yeah, it's going to suck to lose you. What we haven't covered on yet, but um, we briefly touched on it at the start. But we didn't really get to you. So Craig, obviously, captain of Scotch. These two lads on my right, uh, captains of Aquinas. Yourself, probably the, one of the best athletes to go through Hale, but not recognised as any captain. No, and yeah, zero capacity, zero roles. So... Touch on because I know you made a decision there. Just maybe touch on that one yeah, as so, to why. I yeah, mean, people, a couple of people at school were a bit surprised by that when they didn't see my face on. They, you know, they sent out the captains under my face. When they, a couple of people were a bit surprised. But basically, um, I Mr. Bow called me into his office and I was with uh, Miss Pierce as well, who's like the managing director. Yeah. For she like does all the behind the scenes stuff, you know, getting schedules done, blah blah. She's blah. the athletics manager. At manage. <laughs> yeah, I just I just waffled it and you just said it in one word. But um, yeah, so. Basically, I went in the office with uh, meeting with two of them, and Mr. Bow was like, "Oh, would you like to have a leadership role? What would you like to do this year?" And I honestly, I, th- I think I really could have gotten captain this year, but I was just like, "Look, I, I would really like to do it, but I know that I, I'm not committed at all to being captain." Yeah. Because I, 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 I don't really care that much about being captain. It sounds cool, but I do athletics because for other reasons than that you know i want to just so i want to run fast and i'm really passionate about the sport being captain doesn't really matter to me as nearly as much as all the other stuff so i just i just told him look i just told him basically that and you can give it to someone else I actually my um friend tom augustine i said yeah, he's he's a really good 400 runner he won the uh opens it this year for 400 i i said look he'll be a really good candidate for the captain and they gave it to him instead and and then also, you know, they gave George Patterson the uh, sprints catch yeah, sprint captain, yeah. yeah. And I could have done it, but then if I did, I just would have done a pretty half-assed job. So I was like, I'll give it to someone else. And, and Tom Augustine, amazing job, did really well. You know, he was there every training, motivating the boys, yada, yada, yada. And I would have done, you know, a 10% of what he did because I just no. wasn't that committed. So I had to give it to someone else. Well, I respect that decision because, yeah, obviously you were going to be captain probably 60% of the time and not the rest. And even though you were the clear choice, give it to someone who can give themselves to that role. Yeah. So. Even even to some extent, Mr. Bauer wanted me down there to like influence, you know, some of the other boys and like motivate them. So yeah. even even though I didn't have a captaincy role, I was I still had to go down there a bit. So yeah, if I had if yeah. I was a captain, it would have been more more bearing for me. Yeah. And I still didn't want even that little bit of uh, sort of. Yeah, and at least yeah, obviously then you got the ability to train with Russell full time. Yeah, bonus which is my main, yeah. main goal. Yeah. We've got one more question for the whole group um, from our good friend Samuel Lee. Um, boys, who's going to win the PSA Interschool Athletics Competition next year? We'll start, we'll start at this end of the table, Tom. Um, Tom from Aquinas. I reckon, I reckon Scotch will probably win it again next year. Um, they won by 40 points this year and we have... We both have similar strengths in the year 12 age group that's leaving. So to say that's even Scotch still have the upper hand and you never know what's going to happen with the year sevens coming in. And I don't think Aquinas were that strong in the junior school, uh, inter school. So 
I could say it's staying the same as it was for the past few years. Scotch, I say, then how? All right, Sam, what are your thoughts? I'm going to stick by Aquinas for a win next year. Good on you. Uh, purely, we got a new head of sport this year. It was an old boy at Aquinas, and it's been a huge spotlight on athletics recently. Like, we had some training sessions with over 150 kids down there, just on the track. Wow, that's pretty impressive, I must yeah, say. Yeah, it's pretty huge numbers. So, um, as captain, that's got a few with like a lot of a lot of warms the heart, really, seeing, seeing that coming along. So, to do it, we do our four weeks training where I know the Scotch and our boys start week one. We do pretty well. So, yeah, if keeps going the way it's going, I'm sure we can close that 40 points. Love the attitude. Um, Craig, what about yourself? You guys going to go six tomorrow? Yeah, I'd be rude not to back Scottish boys in just one more year. I reckon the group coming up, especially like Marco, and there's some pretty good runners like Sully Moody, he's a good footy player, but he ran, oh, what do you do for his 4x4 split? 49.8 or something in a 4x4 split, which is pretty good. But I reckon we have one more year in us. Hopefully get out of there. Yeah, agreed. Marco, Marco's Tony Gazelli's brother, by the way, so got the genetics, great runner. 23 head boy at Scottish. Yeah, head boy. Yeah, future head boy as well for next year. So oh, congratulations, yeah. Marco. I've already said that to you, but if you're listening, congratulations. That's right. And uh, Riley, what do you say for next year? Yes, yeah, so I, I honestly, I think Scotch is probably going to win it again. Probably. Thanks, man. <laughs> I think, I mean, Come look, on, Scotch, I'm sitting over here as wanting as a, as Hale a, to win our first a, one since 2017. As, as, I mean, as a Hale guy, I've got to give, like, I mean, Scotch is an amazing sports school. And then, what, five years in a row? You know, crazy shit. What do you yeah. think, uh, honest, honest question, what do you think sets Scotch, like, why do they keep winning? I, don't, they, I feel like they just put more effort into their sporting programs. But like, from experience, happens. we literally finished the winter season and, like, you, you're playing one sport and you'll, like, the last week, you'll leave one's training and go to, I don't know about you, Craig, but, like, yeah, there's an overlap. we would leave one's training early and then go to, realize, go to, like, whatever it is, ass training. But, like, so the season is literally only four weeks. It's really short. So it's it's nuts, but like, what do you think? Kind of, Max Scotch. Kind of, is it the depth? Is it the relays, or what is it? Because we don't do well in individual events, really. Like hurdles, we suck. Throws were never that great. You're right. Yeah. The sprints, we never like. You saw this year, like, we're not we're not winning the sprints. No, so like, yeah. Anymore, the thing is, you Scotch is across the board, pretty good. Yeah. You might, you guys may not be necessarily dominating one event specifically. Hale can sometimes do that. I mean, yeah, Hale, Hale, Hale does that, and so does Aquinas. And then also like, sometimes we're getting last in some events, right? Yeah, true, yeah. So, yeah, but Scotch across the board does it better than any other school. I mean, I think from what I've heard, Scotch just puts a lot more effort into their sporting program, program and that's not necessarily just at, but like footy and stuff. But as, as we've touched on earlier, a lot of the footy guys and rugby guys can be great candidates for just... Yeah, yeah definitely, just put into definitely. a relay or just naturally good that can do it, run on the PSA day. So you reckon that kind of transfers over? You reckon that Scotch put more effort into their sport programs? Sports program, from what I've heard overall, yeah, totally. That's a big thing to say coming from yeah. you know a sportsman from Hale, and you know you see how much I, I think Luke Bauer yeah. puts into his programs. Yeah, no, no, Hale's <laughs> Hale's great, but yeah. you know Scotch is. I do, I do think. I could be wrong. I'd have, you know, you know, have to see how they allocate the funds and whatever. I know I, I wouldn't have access to that. But Scotch definitely does put a lot of effort into the thing. Where Hale might put more of that into you know academics or you know the drama, you know, other things like that. Right? Yeah, I know. I think I speak for Craig and myself. There's definitely a massive sporting culture. Culture. Whether, whether that's because I come from footy and rugby and cricket, and regardless of whatever sport it was, massive sporting culture. But no, no. But like, regardless of like, I'm saying like all, I played three different sports at Scotch. 
And I'm sure for every other sport, there's a massive culture for each one. And there's a massive focus on it. I don't know about good Craig comes from rugby with JC. Yeah, I see. He's probably the most rugby fanatic you'll ever meet. Like, he loves it. Yeah. And so does Woodsy. Like, well, I, did you have Woodsy or not? No, we had, you know, Connor O'Sullivan. Another great coach. Passionate for it. And, boys well. An old boy. There's, and like, with footy, you've got Steve and Laxis and all those boys. So it's about eight coaches. Yeah, if you go down the other day and there's just six yeah, blokes. So much culture there. And yeah, definitely that kind of makes you thrive. Yeah, so lads, I'll bring it into. Um, Obviously, all of you guys sitting here right now are Year Twelve students. Currently, have all have all finished your first round of mock exams, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So I I tutor half this table. No, <laughs> not me. So yeah, I do, mate. Shut your mouth. <laughs> anyway, so you've all finished your exams. Wasting about a month now. Once that finishes up, boys, what's your plans? Preferably sport related, given this is an athletics podcast. But also, if you want to tell me about your uni plans, please. Feel free, Raleigh. Yeah. So next, um, I'll briefly touch on uni because that's not the less important part. I'm gonna do double <laughs> law commerce degree, maybe yeah, right. do Chinese minor. We'll see what happens. Oh, you do. Whereabouts? Uh, UWA. UWA. Yeah, because I just I was thinking of actually even going to an American uni to do athletics in the future, but now that I've met Russell, I just want to stay here. Yeah, fair. He's such an yeah. amazing coach. Um, going forward, pretty heartfelt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just I just want to build up slowly and not get injured. And just quietly, whenever I see Russell, he's rocking up in in like a tradie jacket. Is he? And so what, he, he just like yeah. enjoy wearing that, or does no, he, he actually work he on a, a good reason? Actually, so he 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 just says, "Look, when I'm especially when it gets dark. I mean, he he just blends. He's he's a very dark guy. He just blends into that. He said this. He said this. Mate, that is. Yeah. Mm. What's his own like, nationality again? He's he's so he's Indian. Yeah, he used to. Live, he was born in Kolkata. Lived there for a little bit. Yeah. Kolkata, India. <laughs> and he just says he need that he's he's too dark. They don't the athletes don't see him. So. That is so gas, mate. <laughs> honestly <laughs> said that. He honestly said that. <laughs> he loves it. Anyways, continue, Raleigh. Yeah. Sports yeah, so plans. Moving on from Russ. Yeah, I, look, I just want to... I just, I, I just want to build, uh, you know, build a base. And Russell's been... Again, when he said, you know, I don't really care how fast you run in one or two years. He just cares how fast I ever run. And that's what I'm concerned mm. about. You know, I'm not going to be running, you know, world junior qualifier times are doing crazy stuff the next two years but hopefully when i'm like 25 26 27 be doing some cool shit hopefully running really quick i think that's that's what matters because australian juniors in the in and even now in the past have been because i know when we talked to aaron he was saying a bunch of guys in his australian final were all like top three top four like in the world at that stage is under 20s and then just don't go anywhere. Full so off. it's really about because of injuries. It's, it's really not about juniors. Like there, are, it's very rare you see a junior, like under twenty world junior champion, become the Olympic champion or the world champion. It's often the guys you pick later. So I think Russell's got a really good mindset there, and that trying to cultivate you for the future, not for now. Couldn't have said it better. Yeah, just like you know, also to be able to speak like long-term future goals you know it also takes a lot of guts because you know we've got a lot of tall poppy syndrome that the word yeah tall poppy syndrome <laughs> tall poppy syndrome in australia and you know like a lot of people who will be like very quick to shoot you down and all that so yeah. you know that's you know right <laughs> what about yourself plans for next year uni uh, or academics and sport wise in regards to uni notre dame i'm enter for a double major in sports science and physio uh they've just taken they take for a while to do it it's quite a competitive course as james he's doing is he doing physio notre dame 
He's doing no, it called Thomas Lord. Thomas Lord, yeah. yeah. Sports science. Sports science. I've just transferred into sports science, yes. All right. But it, anyway, it is quite a competitive course. There's a lot of people going for it one time. There is limited places. So the sellers start handing out early offers on the 30th of October. Right, well, which yeah. is very yeah. close to the cutoff. So I, if I don't get in, I'm a bit screwed. Because yeah. I have about a couple months, oh, no, a but, month. But the assured is 95, is it? Uh, for physio, yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. But they give it out to a bit lower and a bit above. Yeah, cool. But, but for ass, I would say pick up the pieces, fix myself first. Yeah, so what's what's plan with you? Have you like coordinated with Lynn and physios and whatnot about the plan for you to, to progress beyond your hamstring? Yeah, I saw Peter Steele, who's the Hockey oh, Rose coach. Peter yeah. Steele? He's good. I know that man way yeah. well from injuries. Jeez. Yeah, he's yeah. very good. I mean, he's been physio for the Western Force. He's the doc- doctor for the Dockers. He's done the Australian men's hockey team. He's done all that. But I got to him, and he was as confused as I was. Yeah, like, okay. he did all the assessments. Like, like, we did a strength test. We could hold the hamstring down, and they contract it. Like, I did it a, day in, a week and four days ago, and I had full strength. But if it has full strength, full range of mobility, everything's fine. But then when he massages a certain spot, it gets really sore. And then towards the end of the appointment, it got really inflamed. Yeah. So yeah. I have an MRI on Thursday at 6 a.m. You could do what you could do. Good luck, man. <laughs> nah, nah, you're in good hands with Pete. He's a great sports doctor. Little shout out, Sportsman Subi. Not Samuel? sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Samuel, Samuel, go for it. Because I'm interested to hear. Because you yeah. seem to have no idea. Academics-wise, still not not sure about that one. Uni, but course-wise, I haven't chosen one that I've thought I've liked yet. And then sport-wise, for Aths, uh, still under Lenny. Come up four years with him this November. Oh, well, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and um, same do with Riley. It's sort of all about the long-term game. So, yeah, so we're doing that. Thank you, Samuel. Thomas, what are your plans post-year 12 in relation to university? Um, in regards to university, I don't have a clue what I'm going to do next year. Yeah, typical Tommy. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's, let's continue. Um, I don't Such think... a loose cannon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, so uni next year, not sure what yet. And um, in regards to arts, now that school's done, because you've got school sport all year round. Which I feel like is important. Like once you, when you're at school, you should be doing yep. school sport. Like this is the last time you can play a sport with your mates. So now that that's done, could probably take arts a bit more seriously, and you know, try and train with you a bit more. So well, thank you. So for those who don't know, Thomas is my athlete. Um, <laughs> yeah, go on, okay, go on. Um, but here's no, here's here's my question, Thomas. Um, you and me are quite similar in the fact that played footy year 10 11 and whatnot and then after school and then well i played a season out outside of school and then decided athletics was, was the way to go you seem like in year 12 you, you've decided athletics is the way is the direction you're going to go instead of footy why have you made that decision and yeah and how has athletics kind of helped your footy on your journey um i've always liked athletics a bit more you know um and footy footy's especially this year was mainly just for fun just play with your mates and enjoy um you know your schooling journey so now that that's done i'm probably just gonna stick 100 percent to aths um get in the gym now because you got a lot less on your plate and yeah well i'll i'll tell you what to do you'll tell me as, what to do, yeah. as um, guys you know I'll... and yeah i'll just 
go into your direction, mate. Yeah, and how did you think, so for the last, let's say, from 10, 11, 12, your, your footy, how do you think athletics kind of helped you play better footy and kind of transferred over into your game in the winter season? Oh, yeah, 100%. Because um, you played wingman or in, played in the guts? in the guts and on the wing, yeah. so, yeah, okay, so speed helps a lot for footy, you know. When you got blokes that you're playing against that don't do athletics, you've just got that edge to be able to carry the ball and use your um, talents over them. You know, there's definitely athletics. I know personally, myself, athletics help my footy a lot. So it's definitely a great transfer into other sports. Craig, I'm sure your athletics help your, help your rugby. Oh, yes. And Track Sam, speed and rugby speed. Massive. You know, I don't know about Riley. I don't know what other sports you played growing well, up. I, I was never really good at all the other sports. I was just I was always just athletics. So you're irrelevant. Let's go. Um, <laughs> Samuel, because you play footy going on, didn't you? Uh, stopped after year 10. Yeah, year 10, that's right. Yeah, to go to cross country, yeah. yeah. It's, um, yeah, it definitely transfers across. So, yeah, we're just going to wrap this up with just another last question about, so what do you guys want to see Aths West produce as a state body on and off? the track um in the future to help you know develop athletics as a sport i'm actually going to ask chris this question as well because i know he's got a couple of good ideas so just to set the tone sorry i'm putting you on the spot right um yeah look i think coming from a psa background um the psa events were always like the highlight of my year when it comes to whether it was a state event or all schools event or whatever it happens to be only nationals kind of compares something like inters for those stride mates for those state mates i think there can be so much more atmosphere that can be built up and how you go about that i guess is going to be really difficult but i think that kind of starts with well thankful to michael for starting up this podcast and involving us i think that's this this may be one way to, to, to try and captivate the audience of west australia to come down and support but it, it would be really good to get events like the, like the Jandicott Track Classic back. Obviously, that's been yeah. two years gone now. And that's probably, for me, I'd, I've never competed at Jandicott. But for me, being there and watching, that's probably been the biggest event. And I hope we can start to get more things like that. I know Aaron touched on incentives last week. So providing incentives to athletes. Athletes are more enticed to run if it's a bummer gift and there's 20 grand on the line, you know. Yeah. You're going to yeah. get down and you're going to go, you know, because you may come away with something. So incentives is a big thing. Getting culture is a big thing, but obviously that's going to be a long-term thing. But And bringing back high-quality events such as the Jandicott Track Classic is going to bring a bit of energy back into the West Australian atmosphere. And hopefully we can start to you know, be emblematic of communities such as Sydney, Melbourne, Queensland, all those big states. And also open the open the track more, seriously. Well, that actually, that that's not my point. That's your brother's point. That's Jimmy Brennan's point. He reckons... The crown is the way to go. Or even Optus, something like that. Yeah, Optus mate. Works, yeah. Bit far-fetched. <laughs> continue. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What are, your, what are the things you want to see on and off the track, uh, Tom? Um, I, or what we were talking about earlier, I think the main things would be the live stream. That would be one thing that would get a lot more people involved, because especially at PSA, you've got a lot of people that get tuned in because of the live stream. So you've probably got more watching on the live stream than, than those that are actually there. Definitely. And then secondly would be the how they're thinking about joining the two states together with the little Aths and the seniors. So that at least you've got little Aths athletes there as well who would stick around and watch the older boys 
run, throw, jump, whatever, because um, that's what they might aspire to be when they're older. So you'd get yeah. a lot bigger crowds and maybe people, because you get a lot of people that drop out from athletics at around the age of like 14, 15, start choosing footy over athletics. So that might help um, a few boys stick with athletics instead. Sam, what are your um, ideas or thoughts? Something I've always liked, I'm not sure if actually at West hold it or it's outside, but whenever they had Ramson did his like qualifying races, you got some big crowds for that. Well, that's, I guess that is a little bit more individual based, but, and then touching on the track classic again, um, like they've had Rhodesia a year, so they had some big yeah, names, which, came down, I remember yeah, that which they were great nights to like go down to, which we haven't had that for a while. And then even though I'd like to see more outside strive mates, it's like, even once, I like the warm-up mates where it's like a K or a, or 150 instead of just the same events week in, week out. So you like that kind of like nitro format? Yeah. Yeah. On to me. Craig? Um, yeah, atmosphere is a huge thing. He's been with these guys. said so I remember one of my biggest fond memories around Ath is when he was little ass and it was at the Big Six. I remember Jack Hale came down yeah, to the Big Six. Yeah. Oh, that, that yeah. And I, I was watching okay. his long jump and it was nuts. Like this kid, yeah. it was 17 at the time, but it was absolutely yeah. bonkers. I remember watching him because he did the Big Six, but he also ran at, at yeah. like a strive mate like yeah. the week before. And he absolutely cruised the tento. Like I'm talking like yeah. 20 meters out, he just pulled up. But yeah, Riley? Oh, I think... And we touched on that. Well, actually, I think Tom's idea of like just the live stream, something need to have. The strides need to have. It's it's a really good idea. But then also one thing we touched on earlier. I think when we can get people who like don't watch athletics at all involved in it, that's like the best thing. For yeah, us. definitely, but, definitely agree. So one thing I think that's great, and they did this. And I remember one year in Bunbury, they did a pole vault meet. Where it's just like they had a pop yeah, up, like, pole yeah, vault meet. That's the, awesome. the, the street meet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They need to do street meets. I mean, if oh, they get a get a high jump street meet at yeah, Elizabeth Key, oh, yeah, or even um, get like a discus comp. This is uh, this is this not is my idea. <laughs> this is not this is not my idea. This is courtesy of uh, Ben Chamberlain. Um, but get a discus competition where you get these discus throwers just chucking discuses into the Swan River, and you try and hit a target, and you get a cash prize. But yeah, street mates, I would froth a high jump street mate. And I think it would be funny that even like once the um, sort of the athletes who are actually there to compete have done it, they could just they could race or they could race against like um, just regular people there, mm. I mean, and then just get them involved. I think especially like you know kids like that get them involved. That'd be a lot of fun, a lot of fun for them. It's good ideas, guys. Um, is there anything else that anyone wanted to add? Just about anything, hey, Chris? Any comments or? I would just like to say thanks all you lads for coming out. Um, absolute pleasure. Tom, Samuel, Craig, Riley. Yeah, couldn't couldn't ask for a better insight into the PSA. The fact that you just like you just went through it, awesome. And congratulations on all your performances. I know you all did really well. Riley, especially Craig, unfortunately with the hamstring. Samuel, you know you win some, you lose some. And <laughs> Tommy, well, we've got a lot of work to do, mate. So <laughs> thanks, boys. Thanks. Oh, cheers, mate. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, yeah, anything anyone wants to say? Stack them all out there, I reckon. Nice, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so I think that concludes the second episode of Track Chats. Yeah, thanks again. I know Chris said, but yeah, I just really want to say thanks for everyone coming out. I know new podcast is kind of like, oh, is this thing legit? But we appreciate you guys coming out and trusting us. Uh, it is legit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 
and good luck for your ATAR exams and hopefully we'll yeah, see you um, after you finish school you can really hone into athletics and see some great um, results from you guys so yeah that concludes episode 2 of Track Shouts thanks for listening see ya